0: Okay.
1: Three, two, one. Oh, Becca's got a nice little delay happening there. Yeah. Uh oh. yep. The Queen of Bad
2: Internet returns. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. My internet has a been yap. so
2: bad. <laughs> I've like restarted my phone at least four times in the last twenty four hours. You know, it's reset the router at least twice. Like it's I don't know why. Sometimes it Mm. just gets really bad. And then Daniel calls them and they're like, oh, uh, okay, well, we'll fix it. And then it's really fast again. And I'm like, what are you doing? What are you guys up to? This is fishy, right? (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Can can you give me those magical powers?
0: Are we ready? (laughs) Hello.
2: (laughs) I thought we were already going. I forgot about the intro. Oh, God. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the Color Podcast. My name is Adam, and I'm joined by my co-hosts with the most... Becca and Nicole, hello.
2: Hi. Hello. I was about to it interrupt you laughing. again, like just for shits, like to. Really... I could see
0: it in your face. I could see it in your face. You were. You had that grin, and I was like, "She's gonna. She's gonna butt in here."
2: <laughs> I'm gonna do it again. I decided not to though because I didn't want to oh. annoy you.
0: <laughs> what are you? What are you putting on your hands there? Becca was. She's rubbing her. my.
2: My little lotion. It's uh. It's that like hot pink stuff that Target the soap and glory the righteous butter
1: Mm. um this
2: yeah righteous this smells like (laughs) hold on this delay is pretty bad let me see if i can switch to my other wi-fi network um it smells like quarantine for me because when we were in quarantine I like the first quarantine, um, not the <laughs> year and a half Last that one. followed. Yeah. The original <laughs> yeah. quarantine. Um, yeah. It smells like that to me because during that time, I was very like, oh, I'm just sitting around the house. I'm going to moisturize my body a lot. I was also like still <laughs> waxing myself. So I was always like moisturizing and exfoliating. I had like a whole station in, at our coffee table. Because I I was like watching a ton of movies and stuff. So like I had this whole station where I was moisturizing and exfoliating and I would use this and it just like takes me back. Like it smells so good. (laughs) I can't like not associate it with those like first two weeks of quarantine where I was like,
1: this is funny. Like (laughs) so much time to myself. Let's utilize it and yeah. Some friends
0: and I were like lamenting about that the other day because I was just like, "Do you remember? I, it wasn't that long ago, but it also feels like it was really long ago." But I was like, "Remember yeah. when we were just like naive and it was going to be two weeks and everything's going to be <laughs> oh man, the good old days, the good old pandy days." Okay, well today's topic for the podcast is going to be managing expectations when buying plants online. Um, and we will get to that topic later, but first we have a catch up and we also have some listener questions to answer. We ask at the end of the episode, so I'm going to ask, tell you at the beginning of this episode, because sometimes people, when they know we're wrapping up, maybe just like close out. But if you have any questions, personal, plant wise, whatever, feel free to email us. Um, our email is potted together podcast at gmail.com. You can get there through our Instagram bio um, and you can send us an email through there, but yeah, email is just a lot easier to manage, and we can answer some of your questions. And also, you can attach pictures, like if you're having plant issues and all that jazz. So make sure you uh, email those potted together podcast at gmail dot com, and we're gonna get to a couple maybe at the end of this episode. But first, again, the catch up. The catch up. So Nicole, I feel like you're seeing a light at the end of this kitchen reno tunnel.
1: Yeah, I want to hear about it. It's a bright light, and I'm heading towards it, <laughs> little by little, inch by Come inch. Come to the
0: night, Caroline.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So poltergeist. Everybody said I looked like the poltergeist girl when I was like her age. Really? Everywhere I went, are you are you that girl? I'm like, no, gosh, no. I can't <laughs> get into the TVs.
0: <laughs> but like I when didn't... you were a little kid people legit thought you were the actress
1: yes yes oh my gosh i
0: need to I... see a little kid nicole picture
1: yeah i'll have to send one to you i mean they weren't asking me they were asking my mom obviously and obviously i didn't see poltergeist as a seven year old kid but yeah it was annoying
0: <laughs> oh i did poltergeist my mom just didn't give a shit what i was watching <laughs>
2: <laughs> like the 1986 one yeah Hmm.
1: i'm looking up a photo anywho um, oh if you haven't seen it Tis the season Get on it
0: Yeah it's spoopy season right now
1: It's spoopy season <gasps> Oh my gosh look at her
2: Yeah I can see Little it Nicole. Nicole Just with adult you I can yeah. even see yeah. it
1: mm-hmm.
0: I feel Oops. like we do need to get a side by side For the story post for this episode
1: Okay I'm Instagram. gonna write that down Side by side Caroline Nicole Um, So the kitchen the kitchen's exciting. So the countertop and backsplash is all done. Every They're finishing up the cabinets today. I was almost a little concerned because they were um, power nailing. You know how like when you use one of those power nailers, I'm probably saying it wrong, but it makes like a really big like pop noise. <coughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. All morning. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad for the podcast. But they're done with that. So they're finishing today and then uh we're just waiting on the electrician to put in the under cabinet lighting and then we're pretty much like good to go. Yeah. Wow.
2: <laughs> under cabinet lighting I'm excited. That's fancy. Yeah. It's Nicole, it's exciting. I
0: just have to say, like I I love the way you say cabinet.
1: Cabinets? <laughs> <laughs> Cabinet. And I
0: don't want you to get any... I don't want you to get self-conscious, but you say cabinet. Like, you actually... Like, the eye is, like, audible in there. And <laughs> I guess for me, I just say cabinet. Like, I just, like...
1: Oh, yeah, Brush I hear past it. the eye. Cabinet. But
0: every time you say it, I'm just like, oh, I love it. Cabinet.
1: <laughs> cabinet. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's it's exciting. There's a couple of imperfections in, like, some of the doors. You might have to replace some of the doors. Like, last-minute touch-ups. But it's it's really going... I mean... We knew that this was going to be like a few weeks, but oh, I am so done with like eating fast food. I think I said this like three episodes ago. (laughs) I'm so tired of it. And we do cook as often as we can, but it's hard because not so much that we don't have the tools to cook with. But we don't have a sink really to wash the dishes in. So Mm -hmm. we've been kind of going back and forth between the slop sink downstairs and the sink upstairs. And when you have to put all that work into cooking and then doing dishes that way, it's like just order out. Like that's what, that's where we've been at, you know? So (laughs) bless you. (laughs) Bless you again. It's allergy season. Sorry. Yeah. Welcome to allergy season. (laughs) Welcome. But yeah, that's uh, that is pretty much all I had going on this week. Was Those
0: countertops—you didn't really talk about the countertops, but they're beautiful.
1: Oh, do you like them? I know we got we went with the quartz, the white quartz with like some gray marbling, and I got mm-hmm. so many DMs about how like everybody's like, "Oh, that's like the perfect match." We really mm-hmm. wanted to to bring out like more white in the accents because the cabinets were a darker gray than we originally wanted to go with. So we knew that it was going to be, that was going to be a little dark. So we really wanted just to make it brighter with everything else like white, you know? Mm-hmm. So we yeah. decided on the white subway tile with the white grout and I'm so happy we did that. It's so pretty. I love it so much. Yeah, it is gorgeous. But yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Such a such a huge proce- process, though. Like, props mm-hmm. to any of you guys who have ever remodeled a kitchen, because it it's a lot. It's a lot of
2: anxiety. I like,
0: I'm, like, looking at my kitchen after seeing all your photos, and I'm like, oh, you're so ugly. <laughs> no. I hate you. <laughs>
2: Do a reno. i always that trying to figure out, you're... like,
0: I know, I really want to get, like, a bigger island, because we just have, like, this little maybe, like, three foot by three foot square island that has a few cabinets underneath, but, like, mm-hmm. I maybe do a bit of a longer island or extend a countertop to like have like high top seating at the island, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. Or
0: like stool seating. Um, But I don't think that the floor is tiled underneath the island. I think they tiled around the island.
1: Yeah, that was a big problem we had. We ran into that issue. These people that put the kitchen in whenever this kitchen was put in, which we just recently found that since 1991, there's been four owners of this house since before us, so we're the fifth owners. So we don't know when this kitchen was put in, but they put hardwood flooring around the kitchen cabinets. Like, they didn't, you know, because I guess the kitchen was fine. But, like, when you're building a house, you're putting floors down first and foremost. So I just don't understand how that happened, Mm -hmm. but... But yeah, that's that's where we were at. So we ran into some issues with that.
0: What was under the hard? What was under the hard? Like under the cabinets? Was it just it, like the plywood? NDF yeah. Plywood?
1: Okay. Yeah. That's Which weird. doesn't? It just doesn't make sense to me because, yeah, because when you build the house, unless there was no hard, well, they had to have had original hardwood because it did say original hardwood in the kitchen in the dining area, and then you'd think like if you're remodeling the kitchen. The hardwood floor is already down, so you are taking it up. It's almost like they cut away at the hardwood. It's so it's so wild. I don't even I don't even want to begin to try to figure it out. But hmm. yeah, we ran into that issue, so I wouldn't doubt that they tiled around the island. So you'd probably have to fix that.
0: Yeah, I mean, our house was like a definite flip house because. It was just, like, one of those houses where someone came in and just, like, refreshed all the paint, but, like, they didn't clean. So, like, the windowsills had, like, pet hair painted into them. Oh, no. <laughs> which is just, like, and it's still there. It's still annoying.
1: Yeah. 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 Was
2: it a previous rental?
0: It might have been, you know. Yeah. It has
1: renters all over it. But, or landlords
2: written
0: yeah. all
1: over it. It really yeah. does. Yeah. That sounds like something, uh. A landlord would do, or not? Not all landlords. Okay, just let's move on. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) lots of landlords are not cool. Yeah.
2: Um. (laughs) How about me? Well, I'm increasingly more frustrated with my internet. I tried to switch over to the other network, but it just does not connect Mm -hmm. anything. So we're gonna have to call. But other than that, um, I got locked out of my house yesterday. Woo! First time saw (laughs) the seal. (laughs) And, yeah, Dan was really busy at work, and he couldn't come home and rescue me, so I had to call a locksmith. The man who showed up was ancient. He literally was, like, 90 years old, and I have no <laughs> idea why he was, like – but he just, like, had his little buckets and no teeth, like, hunched over. He's and uh, giving me tips. I'm like, what is going on? And when I called him, he actually, like, didn't even – like i gave him my address but he was like all right now tell me how to get there and i was like huh (laughs) (laughs) oh my (laughs) god
0: oh gosh yeah he needs he probably doesn't even know how to use navigation no No.
2: he's like well this is the area of town i'm in so how do i get there i'm like well thank god columbia is small and i like have have most of it figured out by now because if not like anyway he's like oh you're way out there okay well it'll probably take me about 30 minutes i was like Great, because I feel like locksmiths usually take like an hour or two to get to you. Yeah. Um, At least in my previous experience, like roadside assistance or anything, like it takes so long. So I was really relieved for that. So he came out, you know, got me in the house. And that was probably the most eventful thing that's happened to me lately, honestly. (laughs) Um, I went to a friend's house and watched the Chiefs game, the Kansas City Chiefs. Game, football. Oh, Sportball game. oh! Sport ball game. We're watching football.
1: We're watching football. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep.
2: I went to my friend Elizabeth's house. Hi, Elizabeth. If you're listening, she told me that she listens to the podcast. Hi, Elizabeth. Sometimes. Um. So <laughs> yeah, she invited me over. It was just like a bunch of guys, and then me and her on the floor, like eating watermelon. <laughs> and <laughs> it was fun. Wait, your it was watermelon nice to... that you grew? Yes. Ooh. Did I talk
1: about the melons last week? I think I did. Did I? Yeah. Right? Or maybe that was I, just your story. No, you did. You talked about your garden last week in the ketchup. Okay. Yeah.
2: okay so, I, I yeah, I picked more cantaloupe. There was like two more that were ripe. And then I'm getting in more cucumbers again. And then I planted my fall seeds for sure. I planted a ton of carrots, spinach, kale, broccoli, stuff like that. I didn't Ooh. have like... A ton of room left in my boxes and i wasn't about to start new boxes just for Mm -hmm. that so i just kind of like filled up the space that was left because i didn't fill up my boxes um from summer because i didn't want to overwhelm myself so um Yeah. yeah but basically now i'm just planning on like oh i'd really like to add in like a big composting station and this and that i'm sort of like planning for next year already but you know, oh, today I got I got out my Cricut Joy. If anybody knows about Cricut, oh. it's like the thing that like scrapbookers use, but now they've made new machines for like other things. So I have one. Yeah. And um, I was playing with it today. Those making are pricey, like, little, aren't they? Yeah. The, well, considering everything you can do with them and like how easy they make your yeah. life, you know, but yeah, they are they are a bit pricey but i just remember my mom had one growing up and i used it for so many things so i was like yeah this is cool yeah but um yeah i did that like right before we called each other but i'm hobbling around like an old woman because i was i went to the gym yesterday and i regret <laughs> going i really do um
1: <laughs> you should have just waited on your porch
2: i should have <laughs> just yeah i was like should i just do an at home workout while i'm outside waiting and then i just like stretched out and then i did end up going to the gym and it was it was good you know it's good to go to the gym but at the same time i literally cannot walk today which means that i did too much <laughs> but i was just following a guide and i actually not to be a gym bro but i used the <laughs> squat s- squat rack for the first time ever like i want to oh. use weightlifting equipment i like weightlifting I feel weird doing it, though, because, like, I don't want people to watch me or, like, see me doing it wrong and be like, what an idiot girl. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, whatever, I'm just going to get over it. So I used the squat rack, and I think that's why my body is in shambles today, because it's a lot heavier than just <laughs> using your body weight. Yeah. yeah. And I just didn't, I don't know, like, my legs were cramping up in the moment. Like, it was bad. It was bad. I had to get away from there. It was embarrassing. Um, like, I got off a different machine. It was one where you, like, sit on it, uh, and then, like, I stepped off of it, and, like, my legs gave out,
1: and I was like, oh, God. Oh, And no. I almost went That's down. That's happened to it's, me before.
2: Yeah. Someone was watching me. It was really bad. I was like, please, look away.
0: <laughs> look like, away. You know, what, you know bridesmaids
2: when she's, like, shitting in the sink?
1: She's like, look away. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that was <me. laughs> Look away.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny that you, that you mention, um, like, hurting. So- Mia, the girls went back to school a few weeks ago and she had gym for the first time last week and the amount of activity that these kids have done over the past year and a half is very slim to none. So Mm -hmm. she had gym and now she's off of school today. Mia's off of school today because she can't walk. She's having (laughs) such like excruciating pain (laughs) in her legs. And I'm like, Mia, you're just, you're so out of shape, kid. (laughs) And, and uh, like, at first I was like, you know, maybe it's growing pains too. I don't know, but she's like wrapped up on the couch Advil. (laughs) It's bad. It's real bad. So don't feel bad. You're not the only one hobbling around. (laughs) That is so funny. Oh, Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. I feel bad, though, because she just looks pitiful, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, like, being so stagnant for so long, you know? Like, your body just... I'm glad that I have a gym membership now because it gives me a reason to get out of the house and like move my body because like I did at home workouts over quarantine like sometimes but it's just it's different being in a place where you have purposely gone there to do something you're like okay well I can't chicken out here because when I did like at home workouts I was like ah oh, la 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 la, like let me just like watch this video real quick oh something pops in my head let me just google it really quick you know what I mean like Yeah, I don't know. There's a certain amount of social pressure that exists at the gym, and you don't want to. Oh, I don't want to look like an idiot at the squat (laughs) rack, so I'm not going to be like (laughs) laying on the floor. The the gym is quite
0: toxic.
2: (laughs) It's very toxic there. Can you give me a spot, bro? Yeah, (laughs) truly. Um,
0: but I feel the same way about gyms, though. Like, I don't want to. Like, I don't even touch machines just because I'm afraid I'm going to do it wrong and someone's going to like have a thought a negative thought about me like that's how much i let people's like even thoughts control my life
1: (laughs) (laughs) yep
2: yep it's uh it's rough so if you go during the day there's not that many people there (laughs) like yeah Yeah. like around lunchtime that's usually when i go like between 10 and 12 there's like i don't know 10 people there and it's a pretty big gym so it's not as many thank god Not that many judgmental people. (laughs) But it's really cute when I see like couples there together. Like there's this couple that goes at that time too. And I see them like almost every time I go. And they're just like, they'll just trade off on the machine and like watch each other and like give each other encouragement. And I'm like, wow, what a beautiful dynamic. Like this is beautiful. I mean, I don't know the ins and outs, but from what I'm observing, this looks great. Like they're there (laughs) together, you know, I don't know. It's just sweet. Maybe you could
0: uh uh suggest a gym thruple. Just oh. gym pur- just gym purposes. Oh
2: yeah yeah, I'm like hanging out <laughs> with them. You guys are really cool. Yeah. Can I be your third.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny.
2: Oh my gosh. Um you look at my dog's toy. It's the possum. It straight up looks like roadkill now. Oh god. I have to throw yeah, this away really but does. they like they love it so much but it is like so similar to roadkill. I have whenever, PTSD
1: from that thing.
2: I know. Whenever <laughs> I see possums like dead on the uh, ahem, trigger warning animal death. Okay. Whenever I see possums like <laughs> dead in the road, their mouths are always open as if they looked like they were screaming. Yeah, what is what is with that? Yeah, oh god. Oh, I
0: don't want to think about it.
1: I know, but if I have to think about it, you have to think about it.
0: <laughs> I know, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just remember walking into your house and seeing that thing on the floor and being like, Oh god, we just ran over two two animals. <laughs> Get it away. It's so bad. Like no. I just
2: I've said it before, but I just always make eye contact with the roadkill. Like, it's so terrible. I just hate that I do it, but I can't help it. Okay. I'm going to try one more time to get on the other network, and if it doesn't work, I'll be back.
1: Okay. I'll be back. Actually, the Terminator.
0: (laughs) I'll be back.
1: (laughs) Are you there? Well, so while she's doing that, Adam, let's hear your catch up
0: my ketchup are you
1: there um no
0: (laughs) well you know i haven't done i haven't done much this week i've been (laughs) taking some props i sold some hoyas on monday i just like randomly decided to sell some hoyas on facebook that i've been propping mostly because i needed to get my prop box organized Mm -hmm. and i just had some very rooted hoya in there that i just needed to get rid of so i was like okay all of these are twenty dollars a piece like I didn't even like look up prices of what I should mm-hmm. sell it for. I was like, I just need to get rid of these. So and I sold them all. Like
1: Oh, good for you. So it
0: was nice. Uh I think there was like twenty-five propagations or something. Hmm. But while I was doing that, I was listening to this new documentary on Amazon Prime called Lula Rich. <gasps> Have you heard of it?
2: <gasps> no. But can yeah, I? I heard about of it. it.
0: Okay, so How I came to be in this space was this TikToker named Roberta Blevins, like, was on my TikTok for you page. And she was just, like, talking. She's one of the people who was in the documentary as, like, a LuLaRoe retailer. And so, like, I don't know. TikTok just controls my life. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay.
1: I know that, brand. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Yeah. So, like, do you remember? I mean... I don't know, Becca, if you remember LuLaRoe. I mean, I'm sure you probably do, but it wasn't like your style of clothes, was it? It's an
1: MLM, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I know it because I'm like on anti-MLM everything. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So like, I just remember a few years ago, like four or five years ago, when like LuLaRoe was like the it thing, like all your friends were like trying to sell it. And anyway, so, but I, it was geared towards a certain type of demographic like white women is Mm -hmm. basically who it was geared towards so Mm -hmm. i didn't really think much of it like personally because i was like well i'm never gonna wear these clothes but i watched this documentary and holy crap i mean pyramid scheme all over it like i know it's called an mlm but it was a pyramid scheme i mean people were earning commissions on their downlines purchases from right. the company and not their sales. I was like, that right there is a pyramid scheme. Like, you pyramid only earn scheme. money yeah. if people under you are buying things. Right. Like, not even the money they earned from selling. It was just what they purchased. Anyway. It was right. wild. But I couldn't, like, help. I know I've talked about this, especially in season one in our plant therapy episode that I was, like, involved in a church in, in Bloomington that I would identify as a cult now. Uh, mm mm-hmm. Also, I just want to say, like, if you were or are a LulaRoe consultant, like this no shade towards you. Like I understand, yeah. like people have made money doing this. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there was a certain appeal and you know you never know what's really going on until you get that peek behind the curtain and then Exactly. It's just no That's fun. how they get but, you. So no sh- Yeah. So no shade to them. But there when I was watching this documentary, I just felt so many like correlations between like lula LaRue and how they ran that and also like that evangelical church i was part of like it was just like the i think the cultiness was just yeah. like so apparent mm-hmm. how they manipulated people to like divulge personal information deep like information and then kind of used it against them which mm-hmm.
1: is wow i need to watch this
0: i mean i'm not gonna say that I do want to say right now that I don't think all evangelical churches are like this. I have seen quite a few evangelical Christian churches like this in the U.S. specifically. But Mm -hmm. it's very culty, you know, Mm -hmm. churches where the pastor claims to, like, hear from God. And I'm not saying that you can't hear from God and I'm not saying that God can't speak into your life. But, like, it just feels like a cult when someone's like, God spoke to me and and led me in this direction. It just, I don't know. And said, you need to do this. It could be because I'm... Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely um, something to be
3: weary of.
1: Really quick, not to get off topic, but speaking, just the evangelical thing popped into my head. Did you see that they're making a movie about Tammy Faye?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I can't wait to see it. What's yeah, that? Yeah, because guys there's Tammy Faye Baker, she was like a televangelist. <gasps> yeah, oh.
1: she's...
2: I don't know who this is at all. I have yeah. no context of this person. Oh, I actually I don't crazy. know
0: much about her either, but I do know that her and her, she was married to a guy who was like a big televangelist and then she was kind of like the beauty behind the bur- brains or whatever. Yeah. And then she split off from them yeah. and it was just like, they're effing crazy. I don't know. But I'm excited to see the movie.
1: I want to see it too. What's, who's the woman who's playing Jessica her? Chastain. Jessica Chastain. I couldn't <gasps> remember her name. Oh! I am so excited. Red hair? Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, I and love her. Yes. Yeah, and
1: Andrew Garfield is gonna play. What's his name?
0: Um, her husband, but I don't know his. Yeah, name. Yeah,
1: I can't remember his name, but th- it I it think looks his last really name's good.
0: Baker, so, when <laughs> yeah. is this coming out? <laughs> September seventeenth, Friday. Tomorrow. Yeah.
1: Tomorrow. <gasps> Ooh, like yeah. in theaters or like on guys? Hulu or yeah, yeah,
0: theater. Theaters. theaters.
2: Nice.
1: So, I like, think we that we they like might her? be streaming it somewhere tammy faye no yeah like do we like her
2: like well i think she was involved
0: she was involved in some real sketchy stuff but i think once she real i don't know i guess i have to watch the movie but she kind of Mm -hmm. turned into like a little bit of a gay icon afterwards when she like left her family and she left her husband yeah she turned into a little bit of a i don't know she had a moment with the gays
1: interesting is she gay interesting
0: No, but she was part of a church that was, like, very anti-LGBTQIA+.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, super.
0: Well, most churches are, so I should say. Yeah. (laughs) It's not a surprise.
1: But they were also scamming people out of a lot of money, which
0: a lot of those churches do, too. (laughs) Yep, they sure do.
1: They do. Still to this day.
0: Now I'm off on another topic because there are so many movies coming out that I'm so excited about. Oh I just my feel like God, we were same. like Spencer with Kristen Stewart. Have you guys seen the trailer for this? About no, Princess no. Diana? Wait. I'm a <gasps> oh. I'm a Princess Diana stan, but this movie, it takes place during the three days at Christmas when she was with the whole royal family.
1: Wait, and is Kristen Stewart Diana?
0: Yes. And she looks freaking amazing, guys. I'm like, I'm, I'm shook. Like, I got chills now just thinking about it. (sighs) I'm so excited about it.
1: I also love all things Princess Diana. I really do. Like, I'm very enthralled in that whole thing. Does she do, like, the whole British accent and
2: everything?
0: Okay, so the trailer, which is all I've seen. Well, I think it comes out soon, but the trailer, or maybe it comes out in November. It's been around the Venice Film Festival and Telluride Film Festival, and she's getting, like, major accolades and Oscar buzz. Like, people are saying she's definitely going to be nominated for Best Actress. Mm. But in the trailer, she says one line at the end in her accent and honestly, like, chills. Like, because the whole trailer is basically, like, just glimpses. There's not much, like... Mm -hmm. Dialogue and then at the end, she kind of says one line as Princess Diana. If we want to pause and you guys want to watch it right now, feel free. But yeah, I'm, to. Gonna to. <laughs> yeah uh...
1: I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I have
2: to do
0: this. <laughs> it's Cause... a short trailer, but I'm so excited for it. Like, I can't wait.
1: Um, while we're doing this, also, I grew up with scary movies, obviously. Chucky, they're making a series on Chucky, yeah. I cannot wait. Holy shit, she looks like Princess Diana. Yeah. Okay, this
2: first comment. Love how many people are like, let's see if she's improved since Twilight, as if she hasn't done a bunch of films in the span of 10 years. Yeah, Mm -hmm. shut up.
1: God. Okay, I'm watching it. Oh, (laughs) I have chills. So good. Oh, that's a, that's a must. Ooh. she. I didn't know she was a
2: dancer. Diana? Yeah.
0: Yeah, she was. Well, I think, like, it was, like, I don't know. Because I remember in The Crown, they showed her, a clip of, like, her doing, like, dancing in...
1: Ballet, right?
0: Well, like, in the castle, like, in the, the palace. Like, she yeah. was just dancing. Yeah. Anyway... There is, I think there's another movie that I'm thinking of, and it's like an autobiographic, because like, I feel like the In the Eyes of Tammy Faye is like yep. auto but not autobiography, whatever you'd call it,
1: mm-hmm. then
0: Spencer. And I felt like there was another one that I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch these, but I can't think of what they were. Wait, was. but
1: why is it called Spencer? Am I missing something?
0: That's her maiden name.
1: Oh, I didn't even know Diane that. Spencer. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And um,
0: yeah, I'm so jazzed the- for it.
1: The Chucky series is one that's coming out. There's another movie called "There's Someone in in My House" or something. Like that. It's on Netflix. Looks really uh-huh. good. Um, yeah,
0: I know. I can't do it.
1: Scary. Oh, you guys are anti-scary. Okay. <laughs> like Chucky, anti-scary I'd be fine maybe? with, but
0: like. But like someone in my house or ghost stuff, no, we can't and do you're, it. You're not going that
1: route? Okay. Uh, no, I, I told Daniel
2: the other day, I was like, oh, I'm kind of in the mood to watch a scary movie. Like, let's pick one out. And you know what we watched? <laughs> Witches. <What>?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, the new one with Anne Hathaway?
2: The old one. <laughs>
0: the, oh. kid. <laughs> <laughs> the kid turns into a rat. <laughs> Did you ever see the remake of that? I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. was it so bad? The first oh, okay. one was so
2: bad. Like I was like, "What is happening?" It's kind of
0: bad. It's on HBO. It's bad, but
2: it's
1: but it's like classic bad, you know? Yeah. Like I don't know. It's one of those yeah. movies where we're like, "What are what are they doing?" But it's still like memories for me.
2: The scenery was great. They I all- thought it was very beautiful, but like When, like, the witches, like, took off their masks and shit, I was like, what is happening? And they're just
0: trolls. Yeah. Yeah, they're, like,
2: actual trolls. (laughs) They look
0: like they just walked from Gringotts.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and then it, like, switches from, like, real mice to, like, puppets. (laughs) (laughs) Just back and forth. Yeah, really weird. It's funny.
0: (laughs) Uh Uh Oh...
1: It's just funny. It's almost okay, like so Wizard movies... of Oz. Like when you really think of Wizard of Oz, it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a classic, you know?
0: So movies aside, back to Lula Rich and LuLaRoe and evangelical church cults. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just was like having a lot of emotions like watching that documentary and like comparing it to like that evangelical church I was part of. And I don't think I told you guys this, but a few weeks ago, uh, somebody who had also left that church sent me a website and there's a website about this specific network that I was involved in and they, they have churches all over the United States Seattle Texas Illinois Indiana like Florida California mm-hmm. everywhere and they the, when I joined the church I think there was only like five or six church plants but like the idea was like every church should be planting a church every year so they send like a group of people from that core church and plant a church somewhere else and there's not a name for the church it's a no network no name network and secretly I looked at all their Instagram pages to see if any of my followers actually were following any of them oh shit because I was like well I don't know maybe somebody who follows me like follows one of these churches but anyway there's a website that popped up from like X people who are like literally showing all of the T for this church network. The Get website's out. leaving leaving the network.org. But it's not T in like a bad way. It's like well-constructed website that talks about how the admin is constructed and how this network leader, his name's Steve Morgan, has literally the enti- all the power. All the say for the entire network. There's no overseer. He's part of the board of directors that's supposed to oversee. And the board of directors is also comprised of network church leaders, pastors that he's also in charge of. So, like, there's just no Mm. no way that this could be. Anyway, uh, Uh. and seeing that website is when I found out that this Steve Morgan had bought a $1.5 million compound in Texas and moved his whole family. This thing has, this house is huge. It's got tennis courts. I mean.
1: This is very like Scientology vibes.
0: Yeah. But it's in the name of Jesus. You know, Jesus Um, blessed. And I think about the thousands and thousands of dollars that I gave that church because to be a member or considered a member, you know, it was a mandatory 10% tithing, 10% before tax of your income. And then there was church plant funds where they're like, we want to send a church and we want to try to get this many, this much money. And I wrote thousands of dollars of checks to them. And Mm, I'm just like, I, I could feel how those LuLaRoe retailers felt like they were just, Mm -hmm. they were duped. Yeah. And I'm not saying that Jesus is a dupe because I don't feel that way. I believe in Jesus. And I just think the United States evangelical Christian churches mostly have it wrong
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh you don't you could take this out but do you ever feel nervous about being public like with with multiple platforms that like people are going to find your stuff and watch or do you not even care like with the podcast and youtube and all oh, that
0: i don't care oh okay i mean all of the people there's still people involved in these churches that i love but the majority yeah. of them have have seen the light and especially through covid because i feel like covid brought out kind of the worst in some churches yeah of like you have to come here in person, and mm-hmm. you have to do this. When people didn't feel safe, they were pressured, and yeah, right, you know. But
1: yeah, yeah,
0: oof, it was just like a, it was a lot of emotions processing. <laughs> I yeah. Don't know. yeah,
1: Lula Rich did it for you, huh? Oh my Geesh. gosh, did I tell you guys? To, I'm gonna have to watch this documentary.
2: Did I tell you guys about that woman who bought something from me off of Facebook Marketplace? And her husband is a pastor of this church here in town, and she was like. She invited us to come, and I was like, oh, that might be fun, and then she, like, kept explaining. She just, like, she talked for too long, and she talked me out of coming, basically, but she was talking about how, like, (laughs) oh, yeah, like, at our church, like, we don't believe in masks, and we, like, blah, blah, blah. She was basically, like, saying, like, oh, we're all Republican, conservative, maskless people, and I was like, (laughs) I just don't think that your church really needs to be saying that, like... You know, I don't know. It's just weird. It was just
1: so strange. And I was like, that's not a church I'd like to go to. (laughs) Like, Well, when she's bringing up politics five minutes in your conversation, no. Yeah, about a church. I'm like, this is supposed to be about, like, God, you know. Yeah, right, right. But, But no, you didn't tell us about that, but you did mention at one point that you thought you had found a church. But we haven't talked about it since then, I don't think.
2: Yeah, I... Maybe that was it. I don't know where I am in all of that, honestly. I'm still figuring it out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't pursued anything. I don't know if I even want to. I don't know. It's kind of yeah rocky. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've got my friends and I've got like, I don't know. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> you got Jesus, girl. It just feels weird to be in this um, weird transitional religious moving out of being in this like religious thing, into I don't know what it is now. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> but I, so this whole like Lula, Lula Rich thing led me into like a podcast of it. I think the podcast was like, my friend Jesse sent it to me, but it was something, I think it's like, sounds like a cult, and they do like different episodes on like different cult type things and the one i listened Mm. to is a mega church a mega church which i think floats down to like even not mega churches like the note the network that i was part of probably Mm. has like 18 churches around the u.s um but they talked about in the whole mega church thing about just like how culty they all are i don't know it's hard to explain until like you've actually experienced it but they talked about young life too And again, this is nothing against Young Life, but it just feels like my church specifically that I was involved in was geared to get college age kids. And I'm like, well, why do they specifically want college age kids? Well, like, I feel like that's where people are like forming a belief Mm -hmm. system on their own. They're away from home. And it's a way to kind of almost like brainwash people. And I feel like some programs like Young Life, too, it just feels like weird that there's like 30 some year old. People yeah. who are just, like, in college campuses trying to, like, control these, kit, these kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I
1: yeah. would never fault someone for getting involved in something like that. Like, there's so many different documentaries I watched on so many different cults. And it's it's intriguing to see it happen because it's, like, the way that our brains are wired, we really are built to... On trust, like if you trust what someone is saying and and you feel like it's right, you're going to get sucked into it. And it's it's crazy how far some people do get sucked into it. But it's like Mm -hmm. I can see it happening like I could see it happening with with anyone. And it's so scary. Yeah,
2: truly. And I think like it's good for these organizations to exist because community is important at that age But also there's a lot of deception, you know, like they're not going to tell you what they actually fully believe until you're a member or until you're really in or after they're not going to tell you what they where they stand on certain issues until you've been hanging out with them for like six months, you know, and then then they're your friends Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, you know, I feel like that's Mm -hmm. that's what young life does. And I was a young life leader and I don't regret doing that, but there was a lot that they didn't talk about on purpose and they they will wait until you're already in it to tell you what they think. And it's a great community when you're in it. But once you're out of it, it's like, oh, that's what it's like to not be in it. You know, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Community is so important as human beings. And I feel like if you do, like, follow faith, like, it's also important in that aspect, too. But just so many, it can be so... Uh, deceptive in the way that they bring people in which is not right at all like there was Mm -hmm. this cult on U of A campus they got banned a couple times I don't know how they kept coming back but they would just walk up to you and be like so do you think that you're going to heaven and I and I like it happened to me one time and I was like yeah I I do and they're like why 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 do you think that and I was just like what What? like is this supposed to like and like (sighs) At this time, I was, like, super, super Christian girl. Like, I was a Young Life leader. And I was like, is this, like, supposed to bring people in? Like, is this supposed to make people, like, repent yeah. or, like, question their lives? Like, oh, am I going to go to – you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was yeah. it was so strange. And, like, that was, like, their opener all the time. And I hear that a lot with, like, religious, like, street evangelism and stuff like that. Like, are you going to heaven? Like, what is it – it's not any of your business, <laughs> At all, like yeah. someone else's yeah. salvation, like if you want if you feel that with your friends and you wanna like share or whatever like that's fine, I guess, but i don't I've never understood like street evangelism and like forcing people in the conversations about religion that they don't wanna be in that doesn't it's not attractive, you know it doesn't make people yeah know, see it in a good way, they just see it as a nuisance, but I'd be like, am I being punked, <laughs> yeah, like am I going to have it, mm. yeah. I don't know. Maybe you don't think I am, but it doesn't really matter, actually, so.
0: I yeah, thought I it was until whatever happened last night. And, oof, now I don't know.
2: <laughs> there <laughs> See, you go. People Throw can just mess completely. with them, like, ooh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but, yeah, oh. cults and, like, that whole sector of, like, human, human life is so interesting. Like, cults and MLMs and everything, because people... Mm-hmm want to see the best in others and it yeah it just like shows how i don't know like i was super into scientology not i wasn't in it but i was interested in like learning about it and scientology mm-hmm. is another like wild one so i don't know there's just so many oh yeah people just get sucked in and they like yeah. can't yeah. leave even if they know that it's wrong they're just like they're in it and it's like hard to leave
0: <sighs> well and- yeah well first of all you must have been a popular kid because the podcast list who said that young life leaders were recruited based on their popularity and they usually got the most popular ones <laughs> so people Ooh, would be like, oh,
2: yeah they it was had like
0: cheerleaders in young life so i want to be in young life
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was very like they would definitely encourage you to like go after like the not all the time but they they would say like you know, get like the popular kids or, you know, go to like the sports events and be friends with them. But, you know, you just kind of like go to the area of the school where a lot of kids are involved. And so at the school I was at, we did like drama, like lots of drama kids. So we'd get them. But the point is you want to get the outgoing kids because they'll invite people, you know, like And the same thing with like choosing leaders. Like if you were a quiet leader, like you weren't super like, hey, everybody, like this is what Jesus thinks. You were kind of like frowned upon, you know, like if you weren't like mega outgoing. And that's an entirely different Mm -hmm. topic about like extroverts and introverts in the church and how introverts are always left out and not thought about, which was a big reason why I Mm. like pulled away from the church because I just was always uncomfortable and i didn't know why but it was because i was being forced to like share my personal life with strange men like they don't need to know what i struggle with you know
0: yeah it's well and that's what i was gonna say is i was like at this there's this very strong common denominator between like cults like okay scientology and then you have that nexium cult that had the documentary on hbo and even like evangelical christian churches using air quotes is like in the church, it's under the guise of like repent so you can be saved, like tell us all your deepest, darkest sins,, mm-hmm. and Jesus will free you of that, which I mean the Bible might say that, and I believe that, but like you're not telling your sins to Jesus, like they're wanting you to tell them, so then it's yeah. like they have information on you that is regardless if they see it that way or they're not, it's like it's some sort of power over you like. If you Mm -hmm. have a falling out and you've told them that you had like, you know, this big sin that you don't want anyone to know or whatever. And you have a falling out and then it's like, okay, well, do I leave? Because if I leave, they could tell people. And the same thing with like Scientology. I think they go through like where they have to like basically to level (laughs) up. They have to like.
1: They have to give collateral, like some embarrassing thing from the past or like some horrific. Information about themselves that they hold is ooh yeah
0: yeah so yeah Jesus is turning into a real long episode. So, I know <laughs>
2: this is like 52 another free
1: <laughs> for all. fifty-two minutes in. Um, oh we man, should, but yeah. I just we should make a it a free
0: for all. I just had a lot of feelings. Yeah, to go
1: here? He to go here?
2: <laughs> we could just like make this. uh We could make the catch up a separate episode, just a bonus episode, and then do the actual topic. Yeah. That's fine. If we want to do that. Yeah. yeah but just like that. a bonus chat. This is like all about like cults, religion and uh, MLMs. Yeah. but And a
0: brand new kitchen.
2: And a brand new kitchen. In a brand new kitchen. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> that should be the title of the episode. But yeah. Cults, MLMs, <laughs> brand new kitchen. <laughs> and a brand
1: new kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to read
0: that. Okay. Um, but yeah. So like, I don't know. Well, now that we're going to have this as, like, a little bonus episode, I feel like I had a couple more things I wanted to say about the whole church thing. Yeah, Uh, do it. But I just feel like that's what the Bible means when Jesus, like, the commandment is do not take the Lord's name in vain. Like, there's churches who are saying, like, they're basically acting like they're God, you know?
1: Yeah. And I think
0: that's what that means. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean if you say, oh, God, or you say Jesus Christ to someone. It's like these people are taking the 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 bible construing it how they want to and saying that they have the authority and Mm -hmm. that's what taking the lord's name in vain is too and it's just it's baffling to me but when i was in it i couldn't see it like when i was in it i was like fully in it because like becca you said community is so important and it is like as humans we need to be in community we found the plant community um church community like you you have to have that and Um, where, where I could see it going wrong with that church is like, you know, Jesus' main teachings was to love others. And that church specifically was just like, love others, but like, they have to be in this church. It's like, you couldn't Mm -hmm. outreach when you left the church, they were instructed not to speak with you. So it's like, how is that at all following this Bible that you're preaching about? Like, I don't get it.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my, well, since we're diving in deeper, Uh, my, oh, oh, sorry, Nicole, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Okay. My hesitation with finding a church now is that, like, I have these things that I really want a church to support, like LGBTQ+, um, women in leadership, and you can, usually you can find at least one, but finding both is so hard. And I don't want to mm-hmm. go to a church that doesn't do those two things. That those are just two things that are really important to me. And you know, it's unless I find something that will do that, those are the two things that I'm like, I'm not gonna budge on that. I'm just not. So yeah, you know, I just haven't found that yet, and it's hard. It's it's hard to feel like yeah, I don't know. Like I, I never questioned my faith until. You know, around 2017, you know, I never questioned anything. I was like, this is it. I believe this. And then I was burned by a church. And then I was like, is this what it's actually like? You know, is this what it's like to be on the outside? That sucks. Like, this isn't right, you know. So it just makes you think.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So I don't know for sure. It's, it's It's like emotionally manipulative and like hard because you have shared so much with this group. And then to try to do that again.
1: Yeah difficult yeah I mean I I wonder is there a church that does support all of that like I have not searched for a church because I've just been at I have a relationship with God but I also just have not had any desire to go back to any church yeah in like decades there are
0: some churches and it's unlike like like there's some sects of Religion like Mennonite, which I know uh, meet people when they hear Mennonite immediately like start thinking of like uber conservative, like hair in a bun, no TV mm-hmm. kind of thing. But that's not there's different versions of Mennonites, and I know there's some Mennonite churches that like are LGBTQIA plus affirming, not just accepting, because everyone mm-hmm. can say like yes, you're welcome here, right. but like we won't officiate your wedding. What we won't approve of your lifestyle, but you're welcome here because we love everybody. So, like affirming churches, Mm -hmm. they are few and far between, and sometimes they're a little bit strange. Like you feel like they're a little too, this is a little too personal. Like me as an introvert, Mm -hmm. I don't want to walk into a place where there's just like ten people and I'm the new person. Like, uh, because then (laughs) you feel like you're forced to talk. I want to walk into like a big place where I can just hang out in the back, not make a conversation get the lay of the land for, like, a few weeks before I, like, do anything.
2: Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So, but back
1: to the whole... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, back to the whole thing about, like, people looking at, well, priests, for one, because I grew up Catholic, and, you know, we would go to confession. So, like... I don't know when you make your, I think it's when you make your first Holy Communion. After that, you start going to confession. There's all these sacraments. I can't remember what's what, but, um, I think you're like eight, nine years old and you're going into this tiny little booth with this old man telling Mm -hmm. him. And like, as, as a young child confessing your, I'm doing air quotes, sins, what are you, what are you doing at that age (laughs) that you're sinning? Exactly. And why are we making such young children do this? Like the pressure I felt I have, like I was traumatized by that whole experience because we were forced to do it. And I went to a Catholic school for, you know, 12 years all, and and we had to do it all the time and it was just like oh my gosh and like now this person knows this about me and they're gonna tell my parents and you know yeah. it was and it was the simplest thing like i i said shit twice last week like even that coming out of a kid's mouth yeah. is terrifying yeah and it's and it, I, I just think it's and it's still done to this day i don't know if maybe they change the age but i just don't i don't understand it and when like you said um when you're in it you, you're you just not seeing it. You're thinking that this is how it is and this is how it has to be. And this is just, this is what it is, you know? And I feel like in touching on why they go for college kids, it's because, yeah, like they're so impressionable. They're trying to fit in where they're at. They just left home. So they're kind of coming into their own, making their own decisions mm-hmm. and being, you know, manipulated pretty much into believing certain things and it's just so scary i don't know
2: yeah. yeah yeah like just be upfront about what you believe and it's fine to be on campuses yeah. it's fine to create opportunities for community but don't be deceptive and lie and yeah um, yeah,
0: yeah. <clears throat> okay Ooh. is that all well, our thoughts well, we'll talk all to you guys our thoughts later. on mlms and <laughs>
1: <laughs> you asked for a ketchup and that's what you got
0: <laughs> okay well i think this will be yeah this will be our bonus episode so thanks for listening to this um and we'll talk to you next week
1: <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye
0: bye